um, you talk about people being full of emotion. Um, Linda, one of the things that I talked about um, in my vlog uh, this past week was regarding full tapping into human potential mm. through not just the intellect and the intelligence, right? Because we all are brought up to be functional human beings through the education that we have. Yes. We all try to show how competent we are at work, at home. You know, we have responsibilities. We're serious adults, right? Yes. And many a times in the leadership development programs, we actually don't harness the power of emotion. Uh, we don't always talk about feelings and, and how to, to really harness sort of a person's potential by, by encouraging that emotion. Yeah. Um, so so any, any advice regarding sort of to leaders of, of how to tap into that beyond the functional competency? Yeah, I mean, actually, I believe that once we have learned and used the power of feelings, everything changes. People don't care about how much we know until they know how much we care. Gratitude, observing people really noticing how they are feeling, creating a safe space so they can actually share how they're feeling is the biggest way of making a team successful, productive, innovative, because it's, we are absolutely 100% emotional human beings. When you're allowed to step up like Namgel, you feel a million dollars. Of course, now he is incredible leader because he had that opportunity, that chink to see who, who he is and what he's capable of. When you're trying to encourage new staff members or people to you know the rising stars you know have the potential if you take opportunity to praise show actually show them the mirror about what they're doing how good they are at something first before you ever say now let's improve on this people will be able to hear what you have to say mm. we are we we are managed 100 by our emotions mm. So being able to be thankful, appreciative, kind. Oh my goodness me. I mean, I love there was a great movie that's come out. In fact, in the States about um, Mr. Rogers, who did a television show, a children's TV show. And his quote is, there's three ways to be successful in business. Be kind. The second, be kind. Be kind. <laughs> be kind. Yeah. Because actually everyone is going through struggles complexities, stress every single day of their lives, every single day. But we have no idea what other people are going through. If we always approach every conversation with, with, with kindness, with empathy, with gentleness, with understanding, with curiosity, people then allow themselves to grow to shine to feel comfortable and then as a leader whatever you need to say after that to help their development they feel relaxed and comfortable because they know that that you see them you're actually mm -hmm. 
taking the time to know them and see them. Right. And I think the best leaders in the world, the most successful people in the world are people who operate and really understand how to use their emotions for good. Right. Um, you have a wonderful story about this that I, as you were talking, it triggered me. Um, you were in a remote part, um, again, um, and you noticed a doctor in that community who was treating that community for a very long time um, and where he was living. Um, I want you to tell that story because I think it's a, it's a story that really highlights a leader's curiosity yes. and empathy and tuning into what that person was not saying more than what they were saying. Yes. The wonderful Hamid. <laughs> I was in Morocco and I was doing a project there with Richard Branson and um, this community was very poor, very challenged community. Berber community high up in the Atlas Mountains in Morocco. And as part of, I was there for a couple of years, but part of my remit was to ensure that people had okay healthcare because it's a very remote area. Mm. So I was introduced to this, this gentleman called Hamid and he had in his care 20,000 patients. He was a nurse, he wasn't a doctor, he was a nurse and he'd had two years training. Mm -hmm. He volunteered to work in this very, very poor community. And as a, a former nurse, of course, I'm fascinated by how people manage and care for people in this type of very extreme situation. So I'd go and sit in his clinic and all these ladies would turn up with babies strapped to their backs and he would give their vaccinations. Then you'd have a boy who'd come off his motorbike and he would set his bone and wrap it up and then you'd have everything. You name the whole gambit of medical conditions came to him because there was nowhere else. Open seven days a week, 24 hours he was on call. Oh, I just, I mean, I... The respect I had for Hamid right from the very start was just mind-blowing. I don't think there's anyone in one of my country in the UK would ever give that sort of dedication to their, to their service. But I noticed as I met him that he was looking a bit tired and sometimes his white coat wasn't quite as white as it should be. It was a bit dirty. And... And I would say to him quite often, oh, how are you doing, Hamid? What's going on? You know, love to come and see your house. Can we have a cup of tea together? I'm like, if only I get to see where he lives and what he does, maybe I'll understand a bit more. But every time I asked, he just deflected it and he just said, oh, I'm really busy. Let's, you know, have a cup of tea here in the clinic and see you tomorrow. And then it was funny because the time went on and I could see this phenomenal work that he was doing and... I was just blown away and I was soon to leave. And I'm like, mm -hmm. he's not deflecting me today. I am determined to find out where he lives and how he, he survives in himself. So this one day I said, this is the day, Hamid, I'm coming to see your house. And he said, okay, Linda. So he walked behind the clinic and he said, this is where I live. And I walked into this house and it wasn't a house, it was like a dog's kennel. It didn't have a roof right the way across, it had huge gaps in it. 
Now you've got to think in the Atlas Mountains, they have extreme weather, they have snow in the winter, they have extreme heat in the summer. He had no running water, he had nowhere to wash properly. His bed was an old hospital metal bed, um, very bad mattress, nowhere to put his clothes. I was horrified and furious. And this is a man who takes care of 20,000 patients. So I went to my colleagues who worked in the, the Virgin Hotel called Casper Tamadot, and I said, we have to get this. I'm leaving in a week, but I'm not leaving until this man's house is sorted out. And of course, they had no idea either. I mean, he was such a humble, private man. He'd not told anyone. So I um, raised the money and we got his house repaired, the roof was repaired, we got him a bed, we got yeah, running water. I left with a very happy heart. A year later, I went back, as I do to visit my projects, and knocked on the door and said, Hamid, how are you? Next to him was his wife. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> and I said, he said, please meet my wife. And I'm like, and as the day went on and we were in his clinic, he said, you know, thank you for seeing me, Linda, because if you hadn't been determined and curious and observant enough to find out about me, hmm. I would have never got married because I had nowhere to bring a woman. I could not have ever got married my whole life. Hmm. So I was like, wow. The next year I went back, knock, knock, knock again. And there was the baby. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, wow. I mean, these, this is why the lessons I've learned. This is how, when we are curious, when we do observe, when we are determined, when we have that niggling doubt, something's not right here. And often we're so busy, we rush over it. If you get that feeling, keep going. Mm. Because... It is when we do dig deep and we care enough. And I think that is the key word, we care. Look how his life has changed. Yeah, it, uh, it is, a, is a, I mean, I can see those faces and that baby's face who would have never been born, the wife would never have come. And guess what? He's still looking after 20,000 patients. Wonderful story, uh, Linda, and um, again, highlighting the importance of empathy and curiosity of, of a leader to really follow through when you, when you feel the niggling yeah. Of, yeah. of wanting to zoom in and, and really see the person for who they are and really caring for them uh, uh, with, with all of your empathy and emotion.